Hey, welcome back to the Jesus Magnet Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Hillary, and I have my spectacular, amazing, beautiful wife, Laura. <laughs> Gets longer every time, yeah. every intro. <laughs> and we're joined today with Dan Hathaway. Yes, How are you doing, Laura. Dan? Good, good, yeah. Thank you for joining us. You know, you. it's it is a bit of a, a bold thing to step out on water and be like, you know what, I am going to share my testimony. I'm not going to be ashamed. Um, your pastor Ian mm. was just on our show, and oh, he wow. uses Romans one seventeen or something like that, where it says, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel," mm. and it's obvious that he uses that enough in his sermons that you're here today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm going to be stepping out. I'm going to be sharing my story, what God's done in my life. Mm. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's really cool to see you. And yeah, um, you. if anybody doesn't know Dan and you, you want to know what he looks like, he has an amazing moustache. <laughs> amazing yeah, moustache. Um, I've been told. I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, Dan, um, where are you from? Uh, I... Originally grew up in Auckland, yeah, uh, and then I've sort of found myself down here in Invercargill, yeah. Uh, just I've just completed a degree, a diploma in mechanical engineering. Oh, cool! Oh, wow. Yeah, congrats! Yeah. Awesome. And so, so, did you do that at the Polytech down in Invercargill? Yeah, yeah, just okay. SIT. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. So you went as far south almost yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you could go in New yes, Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely um, the. Sort of free fee, zero fees scheme is sort of what sort of drove that. But yeah. then, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just after I sort of went back up to Auckland and sort of mm. worked with my father and was sort of like, oh, what, what am I doing now? Mm. And I sort of felt like God was telling me to come back down here. So, wow. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, um, you were telling us a little bit about your job. It sounds, I didn't even know that thing existed. Yeah. Yeah. It's was like robotic, almost yeah, yeah. automated cow milking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Pretty yeah. sweet. <laughs> so I'll be driving. Yeah, I guess I'm feel quite blessed at the moment just to have had that in the last few weeks. So yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you in Auckland? Were you saved? Like, or did you get saved when you moved down to um, Chicago? Or I would. I thoughts? guess I would say. It's. I guess it's quite a story. So. All right, let's start. Yeah. Um. I guess I grew up in a Christian home. Yeah. Um. Sort of accepted God into my heart when I was a kid, and then sort of, I guess I went away from God when I went to school and, uh, went through school and university and sort of went away from God in that time, and then, yeah, yeah I pretty much found myself with depression, and I was sort of just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just going to be trying to remember the story. I haven't, like... That's all right. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. But, yeah, so... I guess I would say... I probably was in Auckland at the time when... I sort of began returning back to God. Yeah. In some way, yeah. Okay. Um, and... So, when did you know that you were suffering with depression? Um, it was sort of... How early it was on. interesting how I sort of found out because when I sort of found out I had it, I didn't really think that I had it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's sort of like it was uh, sort of in my family, and then my mum and my sister had had it, and so 
it was sort of a shock to me that when I sort of read out like what was going on and sort of like the list of the symptoms that they have, mm. I was sort of like, oh, well, I'm sort of, a lot of these sort of apply to what, where I'm at. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, yeah, grew up in a troubled... No, no, no. No. no that it's a it's an interesting it's i think there's a few different types of depression and mine was sort of characterized by like inability to make a decision on things and okay. anxiety and yeah low moods that sort of thing okay yeah wow um all right so you were in your teens when uh, that sort think, of yeah i was like 20ish at the time okay I would and just... you're 29 right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so um, you, did, you mo- did you have depression in Auckland and when you moved to Invercargill? Uh, no, it's, I would say, because um, I've only just been living in Invercargill the last two years. Okay. So yeah. it's sort of been, yeah. I'd say as, as I've, probably just before I came down to Invercargill, I sort of finally started... Or I guess Jesus sort of finally brought me out of it. Yeah. Broke, yeah. broke it. Wow. Yeah. wow. So you suffered for quite a while. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, with it. So what sort of things were you trying to do to manage it or, you know? Um, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of where to go for this. Um, I guess yeah. it's sort of like the whole process of God saving me has been sort of really related to, like, belief and what I'm what I've been believing, like, and okay. where my faith actually is. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'd say back then, when, back in Auckland, because at the time, um, I had been studying at Auckland University, and I pretty much just flunked the last year that I was there. Mm. Just, like, failed pretty much all the papers, and then yeah. I was just sort of, like, left there. I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, yeah. And I was sort of in an interesting position where, I wasn't really, like, forced to go and work. Like, my parents were really, really nice and, like, generous. And, like, I pretty much lived there for free for, like, a few years. And it was just, like, yeah, it's it really strange. Like, where you have, you have, like, all this opportunity that you have been given to you and you still just struggle with it and you struggle to make a decision on it and mm. you struggle to know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But mm. just just to try to understand fully um, your mind at that time, making a decision was it whether it was a big decision or small decisions or just the abundance of decisions to yeah. be made throughout life? You know, like I sometimes think that you know, should I just. Mm leave Queenstown or or even doing this trip around New Zealand you know like the amount of decisions that decision makes like a domino effect as well you know so it piles on top of it of it for us to go on this trip Mm. we had to the decision to go on the trip meant we had to decide to fill our house which meant we had to decide to make our business online which meant we had to decide how to do that and then we had to decide how to communicate with our uh, building company that's building a house right now, like all of yeah. these things, that that um, one decision spiraled all yeah. these others, and I could see, yeah, I can understand yeah. going, oh, this is giving me anxiety, yeah, you know, yeah. like fully start to grasp because yeah. it, it kind of did, to be fair. Yeah. Um, 
but that's where Jesus is good. Mm. Yeah, um, exactly. And yeah, was is that similar? To yeah, I'd say I'd say yeah. I don't remember every little detail, but it would be like yeah, just sort of what am I going to do? What am I going to study for? What am I like? Should I get a job somewhere else? Should I mm-hmm. yeah work with Dad? All the all the stuff. But it was like a stance on almost being lost. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Almost stranded without a compass. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Yeah. And even sort of at the same time having like caring about things that were happening in the world at the time. Mm. Like I think at the time it was, it was like the tw- 2016 Black Lives Matter protests were happening. And oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just having all these different opinions and yeah. sort of mm. having my own sort of opinion on it and mm. sort of thinking about it. the amount of opinions yeah. now <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. Like, everybody and their dog has an opinion about yeah. something, um, whether you should get the vaccine, mm. whether you should, yeah, whether no, yeah. black lives matter or, they, you know, all <laughs> lives matter sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just every, I feel like any stance you take, mm. someone's going to hate you for it. Yeah, and that is a burden that yeah. we carry out, eh? and it especially sort of makes it more difficult when you're struggling with indecision because you're like, yeah, well, I sort of want to, I want to like help people, but yeah, my opinions are gonna, yeah, like, I feel that they're helping people, but other people sort of for sure and like it and sort of yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, but yeah, yeah, it's um, I guess sort of. After that, my mum was sort of like put her foot down. She's like, "All right, she's she'd had enough of like the being nice and like, <laughs> yeah, she'd she'd get pretty angry, which I don't I don't blame her for that. Like, and she, but she had um she'd done a YWAM course earlier in her life, and she sort of urged me to do that, and so I was oh, sort yeah. of like, yeah yeah I'll do it. So they my parents basically paid for me to go and do YWAM. Awesome, wow. and that was like an awesome Huge experience. Blessing, yeah, eh? it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. We recommend anybody listening. Yeah, and we've said this I don't know how many times <laughs> on this podcast. If you're unsure where you are mm. in God, if you're unsure, if, if you've got a spare six months as well, mm. or feel like the next six mm. months is going to crush you, put the next six months aside. Go do YWAM. Go do Youth yeah, with yes, Mission. Yes. It is such a blessing. Mm. Um, yeah. So, mm. what did you end up doing? Uh, where did you do YWAM? I went and did it at the Gold Coast yeah. um, in Australia. Okay. Um, yeah, it, that was such a good time. And our outreach was in India and then Nepal. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just climb Mount Everest sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's what, brilliant. What sort of um, things did you learn while I'm like, what was the biggest things you took away from it? Um, definitely, I guess sort of by the end of it, I was able to see, or God had shown me like my own sort of flaws quite quite heavily. Mm. Um, and sort of, definitely, it's sort of, in terms of showing me where my faith had been like really lukewarm, warm, really in my life and like now it was sort of like being challenged by these things like spiritual warfare and yeah sure all this sort of stuff and like yeah yeah it's yeah i'd definitely say spiritual warfare is just like the biggest thing ever for like 
yeah. depression and anxiety. It's mm. like, yeah, it's I'm all, a huge yeah. believer that it has spirit, spiritual warfare has a huge mm. impact on on us having depression. You know, you know, there's that image um, that we always see in cartoons, and it's you got the angel and the yeah, devil yes, on yes. each of your shoulders. Yeah. And they're both whispering different things to you. And I honestly think that's pretty accurate yeah, yeah. to what we go through life with. Mm. We've got mm. these demons and we've got these yeah. angels and you've got different voices yeah. telling you where to go and what mm. to think mm. and uh, what to say and different things. And, I mean, the Bible is really clear on that. It says, yeah. you know, we actually don't fight flesh and blood, yeah, yeah. but spiritual powers and darkness yeah. and principalities. And it's it's one of those things that we we fully can't grasp. We had this mm. one guy on our podcast, and I, we shout out to Remy if you're listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and he had <laughs> an incredible story where he ended up being delivered mm. and... Mm. He had always thought, you know, lustful thoughts and things like that, mm. and then and he always assumed they were his thoughts because yeah. in his mm. head, and he was like always lusting after different women mm. and different silly things to do, maybe lusting after alcohol and all that. And then after this deliverance, he said, all of a sudden, my mind was silent. <laughs> wow! And I didn't know wow. that these weren't my thoughts in my head. Yeah. Mm. And that just gave me the shivers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to take that information yeah. and go, okay, when somebody is fully addicted to mm. pornography mm. or alcohol or even depression or something like that, mm. what is what's the big picture here? Yeah. It's mm. not. Yeah. It's it's potentially not them. Mm. You know, we can't give. I would hate to even give you the blame of that. You mm. know what I mean? Like, we pray with you and we mm. stand with you and we, we cast out demons, we cast out anxiety, we cast out all of that. Yeah, so, yeah. did Wyrum run through that sort of thing with you? Um, yeah, I yeah they did. Um, I was going to say, it's interesting you brought up like the sort of art and how mm. it's sort of portrayed as angels and a devil on your shoulders and like yeah I'd, I'd definitely say just sort of um it's been a lot more obvious to me like i guess in the past like five years or so just how like just how like i guess the secular world will won't like admit to believing in anything but by sort of the like the art and all of like the sort of music and stuff that that i guess has produced like if you sort of look between the cracks i guess you can sort of see yeah. I don't know, like, especially in terms of, like, portraying depression, like, there, mm. there's a lot of artists online who will sort of portray themselves yeah. and, and they struggle with depression, and then their depression is just, like, this big black blob mm. of something, and it's just, like, you see this, like, common, so common, like, yeah. across a lot of different artists, mm. and, like, yeah, like, yeah. to me, that's just, like, that's darkness, that's, that's yeah. what it is, like... Yeah. Even, um, I think, J.K. Rowling has it put mm. pretty well. She put in the the Dementor creatures mm. as a form of depression. To, yeah. She suffered oh. from it as well. Um, one of our friends uh, who's been on this podcast, she said an incredible quote that she's taken on when she was suffering with depression. She will never say, mm. I have depression. Yeah. 
she would say, I suffer of depression. Oh, right. So it's not something she will identify with herself. Yeah, yeah. No, it's right. like mm. saying, I have an injury. Yeah, yeah. Not, I can't walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My leg hurts, you know, like, yeah. like it's healing or... And I'm going through it. It's a journey, mm. but I'm never going to pin it onto my identity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was powerful. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's like hugely important. Just what you sort of identify as in terms of depression, mm. in terms of even sort of. Like, I guess I was sort of faced with a challenge recently of sort of saying, like I am, I was depressed, or like mm. I used to be depressed, and it's sort of like now it's sort of like I don't really. It's weird because I, I like feel like there's like not really much connection mm. to where I once was now. So it's hard wow, for me to say cool. like, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So now it's like, yeah, I'm not depressed anymore. It's yeah. like gone. Yeah. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. So run us through like how, what was the journey of, you know, you, you realized, oh no, you had depression. Mm. Um, now we obviously not. So what yeah. was the catalyst there? What, what changed? Um, I guess it's, yeah, it's not really like a single moment of like, God was like, came in and he was like, yeah, but it's definitely been like a long process of sort of God, like changing my attitude towards things and sort of helping me to trust him and like trust that he's good and trust that I don't have to live where I once was. Mm. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. the Bible says, you know, be transformed by the mm. renewal of your mind. Yeah, so yeah. it's a constant process on us yeah. realizing, all right, you know, there's perfection, which is Jesus, mm. and he's he's the highest personality yeah. in philosophy. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. that's just amazing. So there's there's him as where we're going or what we're reaching for. But it's him reaching down to us as well, mm, like a yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like that illustration, uh, <laughs> oh, a yeah, painting anyway, um, oh, the God's with, hand the, with God yeah. lift touching the like fingers, Michelangelo or, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's that's Jesus as well. You know, mm. like I love that that part of of Christianity is mm. every other religion that we have, you've got mankind working their way up to get into heaven mm. yeah. and Christianity is the only one that flips it where it's got God coming to earth yeah, yeah. and restoring that bridge um, and by none, none of our works but yeah so we with your depression mm. that you don't suffer with now mm. how long was that journey from when you're like alright was it was it through YWAM was it that start? I'd say Sort of YWAM was, I wasn't like out of it after YWAM. I sort of was suffering maybe like maybe a year, half a year after. And then sort of, and then it was sort of like, well, I should actually like start putting this to practice. Mm. And like, yeah, I think. Um, what do you, do you mean put into practice as in like Christianity? The, the renewal of your mind. And, the renewal yeah. of your mind. And okay. focusing your thoughts and taking. Just being intentional about stuff. Yeah. And mm. knowing that God's actually given us the control of mm. what we think about. And that's, like, such a huge thing. Like, mm. That's good. Mm. Yeah. Wow. What would you um, tell people who might be going through a journey at mm. the moment? Um, but, obviously, sometimes it can take some time. Mm. And, you know, I would imagine you could get discouraged in that time. Um, what would you tell 
people like to, for encouragement or how do mm. you keep strong um, in those challenging times? I guess I would say don't give up because it's actually not even about your ability. It's like God will actually get you through it. Like, yeah, mm. that's good. Yeah. You know that um, poem, Footsteps in the Sand? Uh, I think, yeah. 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 And, and, the, and the trials that mm. we sometimes think that God's not there and we, we look back on our life and where there's supposed to be your footsteps yeah, and God's yeah, footsteps yeah, yeah. side by side and there's only one set of footsteps yeah. and you're going, Lord, you know, why why does it feel like through my biggest trials that you weren't there? Mm. And he responds, he goes, son, that was when I carried you. Mm. Like, yeah, that's good, yeah. It's so powerful. Mm. Um, and is that... I mean, you will, your process on getting through this, oh, I suppose it would be this cloud, you know, mm. almost like a fog of yeah. not being able to see yeah. clearly. Yeah. Um, what, it was not just your mind, but was there practical steps that other people listening right now, mm. you know, like what did you do practically, not just yeah. Yeah. kept, uh, what do they say? taking your thoughts captive not just yeah. that what's some other stuff that you're able to do practically i would say that probably is like the main practical thing like yeah um a smaller practical thing is what sort of i guess i i don't know if like that's like helpful to say but it's sort of like because it was god who sort of brought me to doing the to like sort of letting go of the music i listen to and like tvs and shows that i'd watch mm. and so i guess sort of Letting go of that sort of stuff yeah. is always like a pretty big help because yeah, because yeah. I I used to listen to quite a lot of rock music and I mean I, I wouldn't say it's like well I'll just stop listening to rock music now but mm. it's it's definitely like it impacts you in ways you're not like aware of like mm. the messages that come through songs that yeah. you sort of hold on to which are like really really deeply emotional mm. and like it's yeah it's yeah. that that influence yeah that, that you surround yourself you are who you mm. you are what your environment is really yeah, yeah um yeah i'm a big believer in that yeah literally you hang out with smart people you're going to get smarter <laughs> you hang out with dumb people you're going to get dumber <laughs> you hang out with drunk people you're going to be drunk at some point you know mm. um so hanging out with christians listening to christian music mm. that influence yeah it's 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 the glass house. That's mm. where you want to be. Mm. You don't want to be in a glass house which is broken. Mm. You know, one that has smoke going through it. You know, you want to be able to breathe clearly. Mm. And it's even when you put a plant into a glass house, it doesn't yeah. instantly yeah, grow yeah. into a giant tree. It takes time. Yeah, it its does. roots go deep, but it gets stronger, mm. better and healthier yeah. through the environment that yeah. it's in. Mm. Um, mm. I, d- yeah. I do want to sort of clarify, like, it's not about, like, listening to Christian music mm. and, like, hanging out with Christian people. That will make you a Christian. It's like... Yeah, mm. sure. Yeah, like, giving your heart to God and, like, crying yeah. out to Him in your pain and your mm. trouble and, yeah. I suppose when the world gets so heavy that you fall mm. to your knees mm. who do you cry to yeah you know do you moan just with you and yourself and 
probably the other demonic forces that have brought, brought you down that far, where you cry out to God. Um, in the C.S. Lewis book, uh, the Screw Tape Letters, um, you might have heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that at one point, the demons advices don't ever let your patient which is these christians don't let them ever get to rock bottom if they get to oh. rock bottom they're going to cry out to god for mm. when they are weak mm. he is strong oh. get them to a miserable point where they're not at rock bottom but they're not going to get any oh. higher just yeah. suffocating them a little bit yeah oh. um but give them a breath every once in a while so that oh. they don't sink too far yeah. And that right there is, I think, right now in the pandemic and mm. and this chaotic, crazy world that we're in, mm. that's what the devil's using. He's getting everybody, like, isolation. That could be the worst thing for your mental health mm. that the whole planet's jumped on board for. And I, mm. I understand that's important. Like, don't hear my heart yeah, yeah. if you're listening to this on the podcast, but... It's for for our mental health. Yeah, it has yeah. been destructive. Yeah, and yeah. Um, we're supposed to be social creatures, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where I believe that mm. you got these different influences around us trying to pull us down. And you're right; it's not like rock music's evil. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not. It's more like it the, doesn't the, have your heart. Yeah. It's head. more like the human heart is evil. So. The human heart's evil, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah true. So what, what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Um, yeah, so what happened next? Um, where were we up to? Um, yeah, just on YWAM. Yeah, it took just about six YWAM. months a year to get out. Yeah, so one, yeah. so something interesting that I sort of noticed was around that time, like when I had um, left uh, my first study from depression, I basically, in my mind, it was basically like I'm never ever going to go back and study there because, like, even just thinking about it would give me anxiety and like, mm. I'd just like be like, no, I'll never be an engineer. I'll never do that. Okay. And then sort of, my parent, my mother recommended me to come and study SIT and do engineering, and I was sort of like, oh yeah, I, I actually could do that. Like, mm. the sort of, I guess that cloud that was there had sort of like disappeared, started disappearing, and I was mm. sort of like. I could actually go there and study. Like it wouldn't. It actually sounds like a good idea because, because yeah. of the zero fees and like. So do you think movement was a big? Yeah, help? yeah, yeah. Like was, not staying in that one. Yeah, place, exactly. Like actual moving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so I came down to Invercargill and started studying, and mm. yeah, I'd say probably it was just before then that I guess I wasn't being influenced by mm. depression, but. I can't give yeah. like an exact date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's good. Yeah. Okay, and so you're, would you say, a huge part of maintaining that Christ relationship mm. and 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 all that would be discipleship and getting planted in yeah in yeah, a church yeah. Yeah. and getting the right mates around. You know, yeah, you got Bevan and Cam and yeah, all yeah, those no, guys. definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, I sort of have done a lot of church hopping, I think. So when when I came back down here, it was sort of largely due to just like wanting to stay at the same church that mm-hmm. I've been at for the past few years. Yeah. And 
yeah, prior to that, I'd sort of been at another church for two years and sort of made a lot of good friends there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah, definitely it is like staying staying in one place, and even if it's you're struggling with it, mm. like just stay stay yeah. rooted. And mm. I think it's actually really healthy to go to different churches personally, mm. um, as long as the heart's not because you. The other church offended yeah. you. Oh, yeah. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. having, I mean, not on purpose, never settling in a church, mm. but getting to experience different churches yeah. is, is a good thing. Um, but staying rooted and planted in one mm. place mm. is a great thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. And as long as Being you're committed. not church hopping because pastor said something offensive and then you've gone to the next one you know that's definitely the wrong heart Mm. behind it Mm. but um we've got lots of friends in different churches and like there's this one church in monica that we absolutely love Mm. and we go there sometimes (laughs) (laughs) and um it has nothing to do with leaving our church or anything like that we just yeah yeah just when we're away from town just when we're out of town, yeah. most True. of the time, nice. yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. Um, yeah. Did you want to sh- share anything else? Um, yeah, yeah. I guess I could. I guess part two is sort of being Let's hear out it. of depression and sort of learning about letting go of my own sort of my own sort of will. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah. yeah, it's huge. Mm. So, yeah. It may not be as long of a story, though. That's all right. But, um, yeah, I guess sort of the past few years in Invercargill, what I've been sort of learning about is definitely, like, letting go of self, Mm. like, your self um, will. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah. The whole die to self and your own own wants, I suppose. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not losing your personality, but losing your... The driver, the yeah. driver of your yeah. life needs yeah. to be Christ. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say that's definitely sort of related to what you want to listen to and what you mm. what you want to watch on TV and sort of mm. how you want to live your life. Mm. And um, so I'm just having a bit of a brain slow brain at the moment. It's all right. Yeah, um, yeah. I I got onto listening to a preacher by the name of Dan Moller. Dan Moller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's M O H L E R. Okay. And he, yeah, there's, I don't know, something about him preaching is just like, really I don't know, helped. it makes me sort of excited. Like, wow. yeah. Because, yeah, I guess sort of in my mind, he's like, he's like up there in terms of like his energy and like craziness. Yeah. And like he had probably just like, a lot of people who aren't Christians would probably watch him and just be like, this guy's kind of crazy. <laughs> and but like, but his heart is just like, so, um, just honest about how he was like, so selfish and evil in the past mm. and how it's just like, it's not about, it's not about him and it's not about me. It's like about, mm. um, yeah, Jesus. Mm. Mm. It's always about Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So it was his preaching kind of like, Oh, I need to start dying to my own desires, yeah, or like, you know, yeah. start to you know change it your mind. Definitely, yeah, it's definitely been. Um, it's about like, I guess I've been in a, like a lot of situations the past year where I've sort of been upset um, and angry mm. at people, and then it's about 
I guess in that time, God's like showed me like if Jesus was acting that way towards me mm. in those situations, yeah, mm. like that wouldn't be right. But mm. Jesus like acts with love towards us in those situations, mm. and like yeah, that's why you should. <laughs> that's why you should love. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's good. I love that. It's uh, it's it's mimicking mm. the whole heart of the of the gospel. Yeah, so the heart of the yeah. gospel is you know, you essentially got this perfect person that is forgiving mm. people that he, yeah. he. It's not even just yeah. to forgive to yeah. to be the sacrifice for yeah, us. Yeah. You know, um, and he, if we now hold other people yeah. accountable, yeah. We're not doing what Jesus did. Exactly. Jesus yeah. didn't hold us accountable. Mm. He became accountable. Mm. So even when somebody, I don't know, punches us in the face, <laughs> take that as becoming accountable for that. You mm. know, like it's that's what Jesus did, mm. and we are like the definition or what Christ uh, Christian looks like is little Christ or yeah, Christ like. Yeah. So. Take that to the heart, you know, mm. like what, what is actually the root, like many people say, you know, Jesus came to make bad people good. Mm. He didn't. Mm-mm. He came to make dead people alive. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's totally mm. different because we will never be good. Mm. You know, we obtained righteousness by nothing to what yeah. we did, but by what Christ did alone mm. that nobody can boast. Mm. We can also never lose righteousness because if we never gained it from anything that yeah. we did, how would we lose it from anything that we yeah. do? It's <laughs> yeah. it's amazing, you know. Yes, um, and yeah, I, I, I like that. You know, like that's it's applying the Bible to the heart, yeah, and yeah. not just as a story, not just as a yeah. narrative, yeah, exactly. but as a lifestyle. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's applying all those times where you feel angry and frustrated and and then just taking a step back and remembering like Jesus mm. suffered way worse than anyone could ever suffer. And didn't deserve to. Yeah. And didn't deserve to. <laughs> yeah. And he still didn't get angry and say Yeah. He still didn't get angry so, and frustrated. And us. he could have. Yeah. Yeah. It would be just. Yeah. If he got angry because yeah. we were hanging him on a cross, mm. he should be angry. Yeah. The fact that he wasn't is well, strange, yeah, but is. it shows. <laughs> Makes you think. It just shows the righteousness that he holds. Mm. You know that uh, the purity mm. and and the willingness to go so far to save us. Like it was from the love that he had for us. That just, he had yeah. us on his mind. Mm. Yeah, I'm just remembering a uh, Bible verse. I'll quickly find it. Yeah, all good. Um, yeah, I think that's just so powerful, hey babe. Mm. Oh yeah. All right, and here it is. Um, it's Isaiah 42, 1 to 2. Um, Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. Yeah. And it's that sort of... So true, right? He doesn't cry out. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was so well hidden, eh? Mm. Yeah, I mean, there was even the... the um, that some scholars believe that even when Jesus was in the wilderness yeah. and Satan's trying to tempt him, it's actually Satan trying to figure out if he is the Son of God or not. He oh, wasn't yeah. fully sure. 
So oh. he says, if you're the son of God, surely if you fall down this cliff, oh. angels will catch you. Mm. And he always responds with the word of God and doesn't, um, yeah. doesn't essentially give in to what the what uh, the devil's trying to do. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's loads of loads of things that scholars think. They even oh. think when he was on the on the boat. And the winds were rocking the ship back and forth. If you think about it, mm. you got these fishermen yeah. that understand the weather, and they would see a storm coming. Yeah, and this yeah. one apparently came out of nowhere, and they're freaking out like experienced yeah. fishermen. So this storm is beyond what they've ever mm. endured before, and they would have seen it coming. So these fishermen, um, they believe. Uh, potentially, uh, these scholars yeah. that it was a demonic form actually oh, wow. pushed from demons, maybe Satan himself, who knows, but wow. trying to kill the Son of God. And when he walks out and just calms the storm, mm. just like that, takes their power, wow. um, the fishermen start to see okay, well, not only this was a demonic storm, they were aware of that because it shouldn't be here. We saw yeah. the weather mm. forecast. But it was one that was way beyond what we would be able to handle. Yeah, and then yeah. this guy just calms the storm and has yeah. control over it. Wow. Surely he is beyond this demonic storm. He's beyond everything. Mm. He, he's obviously the son of God. But yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Sorry, where were we? I, I forget. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sort of... Uh... What, I suppose, are some tactics that you've used to yeah. climb that stability mental health wise um yeah i'd say prayer lots of prayer um, yeah taking captive your thoughts mm. and yeah trusting in god yeah mm. with those thoughts and what and where to take them yeah yeah mm. when you pray do you pray out loud um i usually sort of whisper yeah or yeah mm. yeah um, when you say take, taking captive your thoughts, obviously mm. so important. Um, I always kind of think, well, when you're not meant to, or you, you know, you take that court thought mm. captive. Someone ever says to you, don't think of elephants. You're always going to yeah, think of elephants, yeah, right? Yeah. So you're taking this thought captive. How do you get rid of it? You know, or like, oh, yeah. do you go into scripture? Like, what do you fill your mind with instead of um, yeah, that I, thought? I guess so. I probably should. To clarify, I sort of mean like, um, to me, it's sort of like you take captive your thought and you're sort of capturing where it came from, mm. and then you're thinking, like, that didn't, that's obviously not from God, mm. like, and so, like, should I trust that? Like, no, I feel like it's a decision mm. whether to dwell on it, yeah. Mm. So, thoughts come in and mm. thoughts go out, mm. but thoughts hang around as long as you allow them to hang around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I see a, a lady that's in a skirt, mm. I can choose to dwell on that, but yeah. I, it's a, that's a, a decision, or I can choose to look away, I can choose mm. to start mm. focusing on the beautiful yeah, creation yeah. that's around mm. me instead mm. of the lady. Yeah. Um, and... It's almost like uh, every action is spawned from every thought. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's like a step. Yeah. So if you continually start to think of lustful thoughts, mm. eventually those actions yeah. come. Yeah. Those, those thoughts turn into actions. You will mm. fail at an attemptation or sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, absolutely. Mm. Um, that's why I really like prayer, you know. Um, 
prayer a lot of the time i'm a big believer that yes praying in your head's good but praying mm. out loud's better. yeah yeah and that's because of like we said that yeah. stepping stone if you're praying out loud it has to be a thought first that leads to the action so yeah. you're it's like a spiritual maturity thing you know yeah, like you yeah. actually got that extra step mm. and you're actioning that and then what's what's next from prayer out loud would almost be like faith you know yeah. like mm. moving mountains casting demons out yeah, yeah. um so it's really i encourage anybody listening you know like if you're struggling with depression don't just pray in your head go you know lord help me in my head that's mm. good pray out loud and you'll be amazed with the amount of stuff that does come out of your mouth when you mm. start to pray mm. it, it starts to stir it starts to to bring the victory over the victim mm. you yeah. know the triumph over the trial mm. Mm. yeah definitely Well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for joining us on the Jesus Magnet. Um, what an incredible story. Actually, I do have one other question. Oh, yeah, yeah. For anybody listening, um, since you have walked this, you've, you've conquered this giant, you've mm. slayed the, the giant of um, the Goliath of depression, if we want to call it, what's something that people can use in listening that would be they're about to face the same giant what would be some advice that you would say you did say prayer but is there anything mm. else that that's a scripture that really resonated yeah, with you yeah no, definitely or? I was just going to say scripture um, I, so it's and um, one of the scriptures that sort of I don't know it sort of resonates with me and it's also sort of I'd say it's a pretty like extreme sort of scripture in terms of depression um it's psalms in psalms 119 uh we got verses 67 to 71 and around there as well um my mom's like a firm believer that uh david in the psalms was had depression mm. and so yeah i can't remember all the reasons she gave but yeah she's always I sort of that. leave that yeah yep but he he has some interesting uh, verses here that are basically like he basically says it was good that I that I was afflicted and had this trouble mm. because from that from this struggle and from this pain and depression like it's mm. it builds our faith or God builds our faith when we realize how mm. sort of little that we have mm. absolutely. Yeah. So true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What's so, the scripture? I'll just read it out. It's um, Psalms one one nine, from verse sixty seven. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. You are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. Um. Then verse seventy one. It was good for me to be afflicted, so that I might learn your decrees. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than thousands of pieces of silver and gold. Your hands made me and formed me. Give me understanding to learn your commands. May those who fear you rejoice when they see me, for I have put my hope in your word. 
Uh, I know, Lord, that your laws are righteous and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Mm. I'll just repeat that one again. I know, Lord, that your laws are righteous and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. May your unfailing love be my comfort according to your promise to your servant. Mm. Yeah. That's so good. I um, have one that comes to mind as Mm. well on that. And um, if you think about it, you know, if you never went through hardship, Mm. you would never cry out to God. Yeah. It's like we were saying with um, the demons, you know, like if you never hit rock bottom, you're never going to cry out. Yeah. Yeah. And when, and people say, you know, God, God never brings bad things, Mm. but I would, there's there's one scripture that comes to mind real quick that I would actually argue that, which is exactly what you just said there. Yeah. He's sort of bringing on us a punishment or of some sort or a difficulty or struggle. Well, so if it that brings we can, repentance, yeah, which yeah. leads to salvation, yeah, exactly. isn't that merciful mm. to allow mm. you to go through that trial? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In Second uh, Corinthians, chapter seven, verse ten, it says, "Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation, and no regret, but worldly sorrow mm. brings death." Yes. Mm. So it's yes. literally saying that yeah. you know that God brings sorrow, and yeah. at the end of the day, when you do have if it's from God, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know, in the same sense that if I was to smack my child's hand before they put their hand in the fire, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, okay, a little bit of pain now, but not yeah. really, at least they get to keep yeah. their hand sort yeah. of thing, you know. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining yeah, us on you. the Jesus Magnet. Very, very powerful story. Mm. So if you enjoyed that, make sure that you... Uh, share it with any of your friends because you know depression's a real thing and it's it's affected so many people in this pandemic today so yeah get in touch with us at the jesus if you want to share your story uh just let us know we'd love to catch up with you we'd love to have coffee and get your story on the podcast now remember that your story is the key to someone else's prison and we'll see you next time on the jesus magnet